time for a special isolation edition of Eat This with Leanne. Here's Leanne Philipson. So you've shopped. Maybe like me, you stood in the line for about an hour and navigated the store yourself. Maybe you're relying on online ordering or something that I did to really physical distance was to send an order in and I picked up my shopping and the way I did that was pulled my car up out front and they put everything into the trunk of my car. I thought that was a genius way of doing it. But no matter how you're shopping, this is just the beginning of all the questions. Wash, not wash. Ditch the cardboard or don't. Change your clothes when you get home or leave your goods on the front porch or in the garage for any traces of the coronavirus to die a slow death. Along with all those questions and so many more on this episode of Eat This with Leanne, let's talk about making the most of your fruits and your vegetables so they don't go bad before you get to eat them. I get it. Shopping for a week or two at a time is like it's a whole new way uh, for all of us. Actually, one of my clients this week told me that her stress level was at an 11 when she was planning to go shopping for the first time in two weeks. I, I get it. Well, now I get it because I finally went shopping for myself this week after 14 days of self-isolation and I was like, I was kind of excited until I got there and I saw the lineups of distanced people, the ushering in that had to happen of when I could actually go in, all the arrows on the floor telling us shoppers which way to go and how far to distance ourselves. And of course, the checkout experience with all that plexiglass. Don't get me wrong, these are all super important measures to have in place. I'm just sharing this because it was my first time out and it was all new for me. Funnily enough, I'm not so excited to go out and do it again. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You uh, you were isolated for 14 days because yes. you were out of country. So you've yes. now come back. And, yep. and, and yeah, I mean, we've all kind of gotten used to it the last couple of weeks of the stickers yeah. on the floor and the yep. people giving you dirty looks because you're only three feet from them instead of six feet from them. So that's... And where's your mask? Yeah. Where's your gloves? <laughs> Don't touch your face. You get, you know, eyes through the back of your head or whatever it is, you know, burrowing holes. You touched your face. Yeah. No, it's in seriousness. It's really, really important. But yes, it was a totally new experience for me. The number one question that I've had from friends and clients that I thought I'd share here is, is a, as it's like a really hot one, is about washing your fruits and vegetables. Another of my clients says that when she goes shopping, she is only going to buy frozen and nothing fresh because somebody might have touched it. So this one definitely needs to be broken down. First, there's no need to avoid your fresh produce. Your apples, your pears, your tomatoes, your squash, potatoes, zucchini, kale, even bananas, mango, and kiwi, they can all be washed but not with soap. As much as we're being told to wash our hands with soap at every single opportunity, your produce does not need soap. Say that again, your produce does not need soap. Your produce does not need soap. Got it? Got it. All right, it's sunk in. Chris has got it. <laughs> Gee, you're not too smart, are you, mister? 
Take your peppers, for instance, maybe your apples, your pears, your beets, or anything that you're going to eat the skin of. Maybe you wouldn't eat the skin of your beets, but you might. Wash them under running water. Give them like kind of a bit of a scrub, a bit of a massage with your hands. Wash your hands with soap first. Yes, that's important. Wash your hands after with soap. Sing your happy birthday, sing it loud and proud. And add a brush into those places that need it, just a little bit of a scrub, or uh, your hands just kind of doing that job. It, it, it works according to all the experts that I've researched. Okay, we good with that one? We're good. Good? Yep. Okay, we're good. Chris is good, so I hope you're good too. Hands are clean. Hands are clean, produce is clean. So with respect to this washing, know that your produce can spoil faster if you wash it all as you've unpacked it from the bags once you get home. That dampness that's left on it can make bacteria grow, and we have enough to worry about with all of that being involved or even a worry. Okay, so only wash what you're going to consume at that point. Yes. Okay. Wash and eat. That's the the new jive. Wash and eat. Wash and eat. Wash and eat. And that's just going to go, That's gonna, what's that called, thing called when it's in your head? It's an earworm. So <laughs> I want you to refrigerate your, your greens by wrapping them just in a piece of paper towel, because I know you've got lots now. Put them into, uh, into a plastic bag or some sort of bag and then put that in the fridge. I actually have cotton bags. I store all my veggies in it. So I don't always need the paper towel, but it's a good idea for things like lettuce, kale, chard, and all those lovely leafy greens I know that you're buying, but maybe you haven't quite figured out what to do with them just yet, and you need them to last until you do. Fill up your fruit bowl with your apples, bananas, your lemons, kiwi, avocado, and wash it before you nosh. That's another good one wash before you nosh. Don't wash your berries until you're ready to eat them. Or they just really, they start to go on. Like they just don't look good. They're all dried and shriveled and they look kind of 10 days old and it's really just been like half a day. Store them in the fridge until you're ready to eat them. And if they get lost in the back and you find them looking a little bit sad, throw them into the blender to make a smoothie or add them to your homemade ice cream. Oh yeah, I just said ice cream. (laughs) I have the easiest recipe in my book, Sprout Right Family Food, that has three ingredients in it. And those sad looking berries are the perfect place to put them. I actually showed viewers how to make uh, this fantastic ice cream on my birthday cook together special edition live on Facebook and Instagram. So you can see me make it. And yes, I actually eat it too. You'll find that on Spirit Rights YouTube channel and a whole bunch of other cook together videos. Hashtag cook together is what I've, what I've called it. I'm marking it down. The fact that you said ice cream on this show, I'm marking it down. She said, Leanne said I could have ice cream. (laughs) <laughs> yes. You know what? You sound like Becky, who's Jerry's producer, because yeah. as soon as I say would say cookies, she said, you just said I can eat cookies. <laughs> and then she would just tune out the rest of anything that I happened to say. We never that actually, they, we never so, grow out of it. We It's something that we, we, we developed as children and we've, I have never lost it. It's always one no. of those things. The minute you no. said ice cream, I tuned everything else out. 
so that's it. Chris is like on his way to the to the to the freezer right now. You turned into no. the, the teacher from Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> that's just what happens. <laughs> okay, so let's say you want to keep your produce. You want it to last a little bit longer. Not everything's going in the ice cream. You uh, you need to keep your bananas and your apples away from anything that you don't want to ripen too fast. They actually give off more ethylene gas. And while that's really useful for those baseball-like avocados, when you just want to make some guac tonight, uh, and they're not ready. They're not ready at all. So you can put your unripe produce, you can put it either in a paper bag with a banana or an apple, leave it on the counter, just a room temperature, that's all you need, and it can really help it to ripen faster. You can also use rice you know how you kind of do when, you, when you've made your phone wet when they weren't all yeah, waterproof? The, the whole rice trick, yeah. I've seen yeah, it. the yeah. whole rice thing? Yeah. Well, just take your avocado and shove it in your rice. And it holds on to all the ethylene gas. And uh, yeah, then it's just, it, it'll ripen even faster. Either way, it's going to happen. Straight from her happy place, you're listening to a special isolation edition of Eat This with Leanne Philipson. Okay. Now, when Chris and I were talking and sorting out my new studio, I may sound a little clearer. Don't think that we're together in the same room, but I just have a whole new system going on in my closet. I have a new fancy microphone <laughs> so that you can hear me clearer. And the other day, Chris and I were doing our sound checks and he shared a little story about a cucumber encounter that you had the oh, other day in gosh. the bottom of your fridge. Well, yeah, more of a horror story more than anything else. You open up the, see, that's the question I always wanted to ask you. Do the crispers in a refrigerator actually work do they actually, so, temperature-wise, do they actually change it so that it keeps the vegetables crisp, per se? My understanding is it comes down to the moisture level. Ah, okay. So is there less moisture in the drawer? Because it's not exactly, you know, sealed. No, I think that there is less moisture because if you think about it, and this is me just processing it in my brain. Okay. Open the fridge, close the fridge, open the fridge, close the fridge so many times and because it's in that little drawer, then it, it's maybe not, the temperature is not going up and down mm -hmm. as much because it's sort of all together. I have to say in my fridge, my drawer is magic. My greens can stay in there for at least three weeks and not change state at all. So it's possible that some crispers, crispers are better than others. Ah, Interesting information. Well, see, my cucumber should have been in your crisper then. Because uh oh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> what happened to it? I don't well, know. I, I, we dug, I, I dug to the bottom of the crisper drawer, and there Good it was. Thing. Yeah, and there oh. it was. Uh, at least one end of it seemed fine. But as soon as I pulled it out, it, you know oh. how the, the cucumbers start to get all glossy and a little yes. soft? And yes. yeah, the last thing you want is a flimsy cucumber. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, anyways, so what do I do with something like that? Like in my mind, I had to throw it out. Off it went into the green bin. But is there anything okay. that I can do with that cucumber to save it so that I'm not wasting money? Yes, of course, because, you know, you've gone to so much more trouble to get all that food now and you want to make it last. So that's Absolutely. the point of this whole podcast yeah. episode. So, um, so if there's a part of it that's kind of with cucumber, especially if it's starting to go a little bit white, no, just, just ditch it. Okay. But if you've got a soft, ha soft end to it, just 
ditch that. And then you can, you can just sort of save the rest. If you've got something moldy on an apple or a piece of apple, just cut it out. So okay. the same sort of thing for any produce. But actually, cucumber is best stored at room temperature. Oh, don't put it in the fridge. No. And oh. I didn't even know that until I started looking into it. Oh. The plastic wrap apparently is not needed either. This came from a farmer. So, you know, you did find your rogue cucumber. Uh, what I would suggest is you could have, have cut it up, taken the seeds out, and then chopped it up, throw that into a salad, blend it up into a cold soup with some peppers, some onions, some fresh herbs, maybe some grated, um, or maybe some yogurt. If you have plain yogurt, when I was thinking about this, I thought, no, if you have strawberry yogurt in your fridge, this is not going to fly. <laughs> but you can grate it and then add it to plain yogurt with some dill and some lemon and presto, you've got tzatziki. Oh, Perfect. All right. So those are my those are those are my suggestions, and I know I know that you and probably lots of listeners would like that button. You know, what would Leanne do? What would that button? You know, hit that button. So when you come, when we, were, you, we were joking about that yesterday about that. I would love a button on my fridge that had yes. like a little video camera that instantly linked me to you via webcam. <laughs> that if I hit the button. It would be, yeah. you know, what do I do yeah. with the with the? What do I do with this, Leanne? Quick, tell me. What should I cook for dinner? What should I do with this rogue pepper? It would make or it would whatever. make my life so much easier. Yes, yes, I know. Okay, so know that I'm probably going to suggest maybe putting whatever it is that you've got and need the button for. Put it in a blender in some way. Maybe freeze it for later. Maybe throw it into some pasta sauce because nobody can see it there. Hide it into a quesadilla. That's another uh, another recipe that I showed on a cook together video, and or maybe throw it into a rice wrap. And yep, that's another recipe that I did and also found in in my book. So there's always always ideas. Eat this with Leanne. To circle back to my client's comment about not buying fresh and only buying frozen, yeah, sure, that's totally an option because you've got more time to eat it, but make sure that you do. When your crisper is full of fresh, you know that it needs to be eaten, so you're going to eat it, I think. Maybe not. When it's frozen, it doesn't always taste that good. Mostly, most of it is all blanched already, so it can come out a little bit wilted. When I say this, I think about broccoli. Broccoli can come out really not so appealing, whereas fresh broccoli, I just drop my broccoli into a bowl of boiling water. It goes beautiful, bright green, and it still has some crispness to it. That's how I prefer to eat mine. Everybody's a little different, but I am definitely always going to buy fresh broccoli. Maybe as you're approaching all of this, think about this if you ever go camping. Camping's not my favorite thing to do, but food-wise, I can wrap my head around it. So you bring all the tinned goods with you, and those are for the, like the last few days because you know you don't need to eat them straight away. You always eat the freshest first, so maybe you're having like burgers first, or you know you've brought frozen something and it's going to defrost, and that's like day two or day three. Freeze whatever it is that you don't need for the next couple of days, you know, and you can actually freeze milk too. Um, if you happen to f think, okay, I've got to buy enough milk for two weeks and you don't want to go back to just to pick up milk, buy extra and then put it in the freezer. Sometimes it comes out, there's a slight, maybe a slightly different taste, but we got to do what we got to do. Shopping habits, you know, they're, they've changed and they have to change for us to be safe. So that doesn't mean that you don't have to 
eat fresh foods, you still can. You got to store it well, maybe even keep a list of the things that you've got in your crisper or in your fridge so that nothing gets forgotten. And if you've got a younger person hanging around saying, what can I eat (laughs) all day long, (laughs) you can invite them to check out your list. Now, I'm under no illusion that you won't be saying that multiple times a day, but at least it takes the heat off you going to the fridge more times a day than you already are. Like, these are such strange and unusual times. My experience this week was one that I'm really not looking forward to next time, standing in the line for an hour getting in there, feeling like I need to buy the whole store because I don't really want to go back again, but we're going to get through it. We're all going to get through it. You guys may be a little bit ahead of me, but I know that we will get there, I promise. So reach out on social media. Send me an email through leannephillipson.com or even sproutright.com. You know what? And actually uh, head over there for some great uh, breakfast recipes. I've just put something up on there where you can uh, download it, just put it in your email so I can email it to you. Each site is a little bit different, so you can go to each site and get them both. If you want me to do a deep dive into something that you can't quite figure out, like this washing of vegetables, how do I store it so that I can keep it? Just let me know. Hit me up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Leanne Phillipson. You can find me there. There's also Sprout Right, of course, as well, my other, uh, my other brand as well. And as always, remember to eat this one mouthful at a time.